Only a few weeks ago, the Bank of England subsidiary, the Western Gold Industry mouthpiece, the so-called World Gold Council, they claimed that global central bank gold buying last year in 2022 hit the highest level since a year before the London gold price rig failure in 1967. So 55 years. Sounds like a lot, right? Well, this week, the Bank of England's World Gold Council admitted a massive error in their reporting of the ongoing facts. You might recall me flashing this chart from a Financial Times article published last week. Well, it turns out they screwed up and accidentally reversed their data sets from the last time they failed in keeping the gold price politely suppressed. Here's what they claimed. This chart begins in 1950 to 2022. Of course, this is what they claim. This is an error. And now here is the correct portrayal of historical data that they admitted to this week. You can see that last year was allegedly the largest central bank gold bullion buying spree since World War II. And me being a gold data nerd that I am, we're going further back to see how this government gold buying galore stands up when we look at the more disciplined, albeit still pseudo gold standards before that era. Now this official world gold reserve chart goes all the way back to the United States Civil War era. The thin red line running vertical through it likely marks the 1944 Bretton Woods Agreement. That's the World Monetary Agreement at the end of World War II that set up the United States, the near unscathed gold powerhouse that we were at the time. That set us up with the leverage that we use today. Basically, it allows us to dominate the world with our waning but still dominant fiat currency, the fiat US dollar, and as well, our fiat financialization plumbing power. On the chart, left of the thin red vertical line, is a five-year combined data bars. Thus, it's near impossible for me to tell if last year was indeed the all-time central bank gold bullion buying in terms of net volume in a year. Regardless, all the major financial media rags around the world misinform their readerships and don't expect the likes of Bloomberg, the Wall Street Journal, or the Financial Times to make amends nor publish new articles stating their massive error. So at least not since World War II and the Bretton Woods Agreement have we seen legal tender currency issuing cartels buy this much gold bullion in net. After all, central banks, they have been front-running this trade since after the 2008 global financial crisis, and it's for real reasons. And while they collude in trying to quickly build fiat CBDC systems to trap their citizens into high inflationary digital control grids to come, in terms of aggressive reserve allocations into physical bullion, Watch what they're doing at record paces for a clue of where we're likely headed. Hello, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with your weekly bullion market update. Before we go any further, smash the like button so we can share this content with other like-minded sound money stackers. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for more complimentary weekly updates to come. And don't forget to enter our free bullion giveaway. The Silver Eagle Monster Box Sweepstakes is back. SD Bullion is giving away 500 of the 2023 Silver Eagle coins. So whether you're a mom, a dad, an athlete, a fan, whatever's happening here, or even this guy. Really? Anyone who thinks that 500 Silver Eagles sounds pretty fly has a chance to win and be the next Kevin. Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. Do you have any idea why I'm calling you? I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, 
Did I win? I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the SD Boeing giveaway of a Monster Box of 2022 Silver Eagles. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> I, Sorry, I'd, you know. I'd be a lot more excited, but I'm at work, so I can't really scream and holler too much. <laughs> so be like Kevin and click the link below, and the next big winner could be you. The silver and gold markets continue sideways to slightly down for the week. The spot silver price closed just over 22 an ounce ask, and the spot gold price finished near 1870 an ounce ask. The spot gold silver ratio slightly moved higher, now near 85. Another industry council this week revised some of their data. The Silver Institute inched up last year's silver bullion demand overall figure to an all-time record high of 1.24 billion ounces. The demand outweighing supply, they also did an update in terms of last year's mismatch to negative 253 million ounces. That's 59 million ounces more than their original estimate of late last year of negative 194 million ounces. And while this week they published a report on how the silver market may continue facing headwinds this year, they're still projecting another deficit of a negative 119 million ounces for this year in 2023. Of course, we'll see uh, about that guess in time and how many different changes they're going to have to make to that number. In terms of silver supply in 2023, let's have a quick look at breaking silver-related news in the world's third-largest producing country, Peru. You can see last year in 2022, Peru's output fell to 3,100 metric tons, which is roughly 100 million ounces, or about an eighth of the world's yearly fresh silver mine supply. And this chart here is a monthly Peru silver production chart, and you can see continued protests and strikes throughout the country over the past few years are having their effect on dwindling outputs. For instance, this past Monday, February 6th, Minas Buenaventura suspended operations of their Hulcani mine after acts of vandalism by people in communities who broke into the camp and then forced the mining workers to leave the facilities after reading some of their demands on tape. And while nearly at the same time this week, the Financial Times publishing articles claiming that gold equities are viewed as a safe haven, along with bullion, I have a question to ask. If gold equities are a safe haven, they're a safe haven from what? I mean, flat out failure and underlying stock shares going to zero? No. General and overall underperformance versus physical bullion for many years running? No. I mean, mining shares, they have been underperforming bullion pretty much since the 2011 highs. If you don't believe that, I'll just leave a link in the comments and show notes below. You can go look at it for yourself. I mean, if we're indeed in an era where central banks are front-running everyone by buying as much physical bullion in terms of gold as they can long-term on the cheap, I mean, it stands to reason that once available gold bullion supplies at size dry up, the next move for many governments, especially in emerging markets, is going to be nationalizing mines unsecured and especially foreign shareholders be damned now i know a lot of you out there own miners along with bullion and good luck to you on the former i'm just simply going to stick with bullion at least for now given the increasing cost risks and supposed upside leverage involved in mining shares all that cuts both ways i think in the ongoing winter of our discontent and the structural system changes afoot that are about to come I simply would rather own the real things outright, much like central banks are increasingly doing. Now, finally, to finish this week's update, uh, I wanted to bring up the uh, the Bread and Circus uh, that's coming up on Sunday. 
Yes, Super Bowl, what is it, 57, over in the desert. Now, I couldn't find a verifiable image of a ticket to the game this coming Sunday, at least in terms of one that illustrated a believable face value. But this image is from a few years ago. It shows 950 to get a seat face value. Now, of course, in the secondary market for the Super Bowl, the prices paid for these games gets ultra silly. We're talking tens of thousands sometimes. But let's simply assume we have a thousand face value per ticket to the Super Bowl in 2023. I simply remind you that in January 1980, during the last major gold-silver mania phase, it cost 30 face value to get a seat in the Super Bowl in Miami that year. Of course, that was the same time that silver was ramping toward 50 an ounce. So it was less than an ounce of silver bullion to get yourself into the game, essentially. Now, since 1980, the U.S. government has been increasingly rigging price inflation data. I know I have to repeat that a lot on this channel, but these charts are pretty fascinating. We simply look backwards at this data. The government would claim with a straight face to you that 30 in 1980 would get you about 160 in today's fiat U.S. dollars in 2023. You know where 160 in today's fiat U.S. dollars in 2023 would get you in the Super Bowl? That would get you a few bags of chips and sitting on your couch watching the show. Whereas if you use the same pre-1980 inflation tracking data and methodology by shadow government statistics, that 1980 figure balloons to a number closer to 1,000 fiat Fed notes today. Basically a seat at the world's largest bread and circus event this Sunday. Of course, I'm going to watch a silly game live on TV from the comfort of my couch. I'm sure it'll be entertaining and ridiculous. Uh, and of course, I'm going to continue saving silver bullion uh, for the long term and the next mania phase that we have currently building. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, to you all out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.